Is hot girl summer still happening this year? How many carbs are in a white claw? If I squat every day, will I get a dump truck? I'm Shay. I'm Leah. We are Two-Tone Training. Training. You're listening to Don't Tone Alone. No one's allowed to zoom in on this podcast video because we're all a bunch of blotchy, tanned kings and queens. Baddies. Blotch baddies. (laughs) Blotch baddies, if you will. What's up, guys? We have Coach Michael James on the pod this morning on the Don't Tone Alone podcast. Welcome. What's up? How are you, ladies? We're good. How are you? Excited to be here. He came in like a tan green god and full out noble swag. He's like ready to rock. That's right. I'm going to Montana. I feel like I'll be the only person in Montana on the, in Yellowstone with a nice spray tan. And I cannot wait. Something about being tan. I don't know. It just like makes you, you feel good. You look good. You look work out harder. Awake, maybe. I don't know. 100%. The amount of compliments I get when I do my fake tan the next day. And sometimes it's, you look really w- well rested. Yeah. That's the nicest thing that anyone can say to me. If someone, uh, my husband says, if someone <laughs> says to me, you look tired. It's so rude. I would rather you tell me I look like absolute crap. I honestly would. Yeah. It's at least like a little bit more like saying I look tired is just like. No. So the trick the for the women listening, I guess, is the fake tanner above it then plus the Tarte concealer. It's called like under eye like tape. I'm I mean, if you, a guy wants to do that well, too, girl, by all girl, means. you know I put concealer under these eyes. No way. Oh, absolutely. Oh wow. Oh my god. Oh. Which one do you 100%. use? One hundred percent. Benefit. It's the okay. Pink, pink oh, concealer. I don't know. Right, we're gonna have to do like a concealer off. <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, but I honestly <laughs> tips a and tricks. Podcast. <laughs> this is. This is, this is absolute trainer tips and tricks to how to look alive not tired. and awake and not tired when you yeah. wake up at 4 a.m. Anything else? I do like the ice roller. I don't know if that makes me look more awake. You can get them on Amazon. Have you seen those? Of course. Of course, of course. yeah. Yeah, he's like, I got it. Yeah, of he's like, I have five of them. Exactly. <laughs> um, but we just were able to, this is our favorite thing, to capture people. So we were able to capture you. This morning you said you were teaching at, uh, or you were training at Everybody Fights. Correct. Okay, so this is unusual for you. I know Instagram can be deceptive, but normally you are behind the computer screen running the corporate side of things. Correct. Okay. So my title at Everybody Fights is Corporate Head Trainer. So It's kind of I a manage. badass title. Corporate yeah. Head. Corporate Head. My Corporate Head of Two-Tone? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Leah showed up a little late today, and I was like, yep, it's just one tone. It's, 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 I was like, if we had to get rid of one, <laughs> no offense. So rude. Yeah, yeah, just scoot me out like that. I see how it is. Um, so what, what's like a day in the life then for you? All right, so day in the life is, is waking up nice and early, and majority of what I do is management of trainers. So that can be uh, sometimes I work on education with them or just sometimes it's staff recruitment. Uh, but day in the life is, is getting up. Normally I have clients in the morning and I do all my admin during the day. Try to get a break in there. Paddleboarding of some kind. Got a dog. Go Wait, you run. actually paddleboard every day? 100%. That's why I'll probably never move out of South Boston and I am 32 oh, Wait, I'm just like confused. So you have your, you, like your paddleboard <laughs> is in your home, in your apartment. It's actually, uh, so I have two. I have one at my buddy's place down in Cohasset, which is a hard. People will understand this. And I'll explain it. But, okay. And then I have okay. one that's inflatable for the city, city life. Oh, okay. Very you quick. Have an inflatable Very paddle quick. Board? Very quick. Drop the link below. I'll 100%. Um, <laughs> Put it on our Amazon storefront. <laughs> exactly. yep, yep. Um, yeah, I just inflate that thing up. Takes about like two minutes. Take it out in uh, M Street Beach. People know South Boston or from the Boston area. Yeah. Take it right out. 
And yeah. is it like awesome. a great workout? I feel like it's really minutes. good core. Amazing core, legs, stability. Do you get hit on all the time? Like this buff man is out there just paddleboarding. I, I think I do look out of place. I don't see what is really big out there is windsurfing. But, okay. But I'm one of the only ones that do paddleboarding. Yeah, it is an interesting. I think I definitely make a statement walking out there. All I know is we're coming with you next time and we're getting an inflatable (laughs) paddleboard. I feel like what what are those like little bike things where like the person has like the little sidecars? (laughs) That's what I picture for us. (laughs) Right alongside me paddleboarding. (laughs) (laughs) we need that wait that's so cool i love that yeah mixing and it's nice to break up the day that way yeah i know we're saying sometimes like it's just so hard like day after and day out like going into a gym it's so nice when the nice weather and to be outside and that's what we were saying the last time we saw you was when we were doing like a nice outdoor workout the best you guys do a lot of one-on-ones not really. Leah's more group. the personal trainer. I feel like I'm so group fitness that when it's like one on one, it's like awkward. Like gotcha. I'm like, and let's go, people. Gotcha. Like, and they're like, it's it's just <laughs> it's one, just, just, just me. me. Stop yelling. <laughs> like seriously, I remember we did a one on one session. I watched it. And I was like cringing in the corner. Like stop it, stop I just, it. Just, you know, I gotta stay in my lane. Sometimes it's it's hard. People don't realize personal trainers and group fitness. It's different. It's so different. I do think being a personal trainer first has made who I am group fitness wise. I, I like the, you know, how people say like, what's your superpower? Right. Um, my, one of my superpowers I think is, is my love for corrective exercise and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, which makes me a good personal trainer as well. Um, but personal training, I think, will always be my passion, man. Yeah. 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 But this I like time it of too. year, I, I bring everyone outside. I'm like, grab your, grab your kettlebells. We're going. <laughs> <laughs> your kettlebells, your power. We're going boys. shopping. Okay, kettlebell swinging. So <laughs> grab it and go. Let's get up. Oh my gosh, I love that. So much fun. Um, so you've been with Everybody Fights for a while now. Yeah, yeah, it's about four and a half, five years. Yeah. And how did years. you get started with them? That's a really good question. I was So fitness-wise for me, I graduated from St. Michael's College, uh, just kind of dabbled in exercise physiology when I was there, and then came to Boston and um, started at HealthWorks Fitness Centers for oh, Women, yeah. amazing okay. company. You mm-hmm. guys probably know them. Yeah. Um, Back Bay worked there for a year and a half or so, and they were fantastic. And then uh, I wanted to do my own thing and kind of was going into people's houses um, and working in a couple high rises, just kind of being the personal trainer on staff. And I, I found it to be very lonely for me. And just especially yeah. at that time, I just missed community. Um, and I've always loved, I've always been a fanboy of Everybody Fights. And I remember I took a class once in George and, and um, Kelly Fiera, so I don't know if you know her. She's she's a legend, oh, a wow. legend. She's out, in, Cal- her, she's yeah. out in California now. Um, she's amazing. And she was like, I would love you to come on board um, and teach something. And I was like, I'll teach one or two a week. I don't know if I can commit. And sure enough, I loved it. I <laughs> and, loved it. And I loved here it. you are. Yeah, 12 yeah, classes yeah, 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 a yeah. week later. What's cool about everybody fights, there are people in in Boston, they may know it, but it's it's never boring because it's like three different classes in one yeah, for, gym. For those know? listeners who don't know what everybody fights is, can you take us through what that? The product of everybody fights is a boxing camp. So we train people. The, the entire philosophy of it is training people like fighters, like boxers uh, train. Mm-hmm. So there's train classes, which focus on strength and conditioning. There's bags classes where you do bag work. And then there's road classes, which is in the boxing world, you call it road work, which is treadmill and floor work. A lot, a lot, a lot of treadmill, a lot of running. And then there's mitts, which is, you know, small group training where you learn how to Do you spar, have a mean spar. right hook? Uh, my left hook's actually better. I don't know why my right hook's pretty bad. Yeah. When I was working with George, he'd like hold on to like my, my legs and my hips because my right hook wasn't the best. I feel like boxing seems like it would be so easy. You're just like, I just have to be angry and just like hit, but it's, there's a lot of technique to it. Oh, so much technique and a lot, uh, 
one of the things George said is the majority of boxing is what happens between your ears. Just it's so much focus and, yeah. and skill. It's like it's almost like a game of chess. That's what's interesting about boxing, and I'll, I'll I can let this go in a sec. But <laughs> it, it's it's <laughs> a game on. of it's a game of points, and you and your uh, opponent are actually partners in a way because it's almost like a, a dance. It's there's a point system which people kind of forget. They just see it as uh, punch the guy and try to knock him out or right. her out. It's not necessarily always the case. It's, it's skill. Well, it's funny. Leah and I, what is it, last year we did like an ad, a social media ad for, have you, I'm sure you know what it is, Lightboxer. Of course. Even, like, of course. Of but course. like it was so low-key hard. It's like DDR, but for your fitness. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it was a time, but like it was so. We got so competitive with it. Yeah, I think, obviously. I, I won. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Let you guys want me to leave? The <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to start to, to brawl. Yeah. yeah, it happens. It happens. Um, awesome. So... You said that you, you started with Everybody Fights because yep. you got asked to, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I applied, and they, they brought me on, and, and uh, yeah, and then I just started working, and then I headed up their personal training department, and then um, was just teaching a bunch of classes there, and then COVID hit, and I got a call from George Foreman the third who said, how does your living room look? For live classes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, it's a little clutter, like, but... I, I, exactly. If I lay down to do a push-up, I took up, like, the length of my living room. I was like, well, here we go. Let's do this. Oh, my gosh. Let's so you it. started teaching <clears throat> virtually. 100%. Yeah, we did from from live. All of us did. It was, it was fantastic. Um, I mean, it was stressful and scary and frustrating. Um, but I always think, and this is one of my biggest philosophies in life, if something really terrible happens to you, I was working on this with one of my clients who just broke up with someone. Uh -huh. And I said, it is such a disservice to yourself to just say that that happened to you. And like, woe is me, right? To just sit in that. Right. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so go sit for in it. the shit and just be like, oh, God, that happened to me. Oh, that sucked. Yeah. We have to learn lessons and we have to actively write them down or else what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like yeah. life, life is a journey with continual lessons and, and some chapters are a little more difficult than others. COVID was a very difficult chapter. Some, uh, some even like devastating for, mm -hmm. for a lot of people, majority of people. Um, but I, I said, what did I learn from that? Because I can't just look back at that entire year and a half and say, well, that sucked. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, that happened to me. You know? Uh, yes. So you what know did what you I mean? learn? I, I think one of the biggest things is I learned was resilience. Like if you, if someone walked in this store right now, and I know you guys would be, you guys are old pros at this, but and said to me, all right, you're teaching a class, there's 40 people outside, we got to teach a boot camp. I'd be like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Come on. What with the first you know movie. what I mean? What with the first Let's one? start with some squats. Let's do jumping jacks. <laughs> all right, bear crawl forward, bear crawl back, 40 <laughs> seconds on, 20 seconds off. I would not have been able to do that before COVID. I, and I'm not just saying that. I, I would that. have been stressed even before all my classes, a little anxious. I don't get anxious before classes like that anymore. I really don't. I mean, I just feel so prepared for anything because <laughs> yeah. we went through such tough and times, you know? And I think that, like, makes probably for a different ex class experience for those of people taking it. Like, sometimes you can tell when the instructor is just thinking so much yes. and so nervous yes. versus, like, uh, the instructor that's so lax, not afraid to kind of fuck up mm -hmm. and just, I don't know. We were saying this the other day that it just, like, humanizes you a little bit. Yeah. Oh, humanizing is such a great word. I think that's such a such a strength that every single trainer can bring to the table the thing for me, and, and this is one of my, my jobs as corporate head trainer, is to uh, figure out what separates people who are a little bit green from people who we may consider in the field to be superstars or, you know, like big, big names um, that have a large draw. And I think the thing that 
that separates them all is just straight up confidence. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Can just confidence. Sniff it out. Yeah. Confidence. If you walk in uh, and with with absolute confidence, you're gonna own it. I mean, that is just that's what people respond well to. And I think relatability and just being a real yeah. person is is another huge part of that. But you can't really do that unless you're confident in that yeah, you know sure. we go in there with the matching outfits even if we don't have yes. the routine down we're, we're ready to it's rock just, you gotta have a swag about oh you my God, yes, um, girl. speaking <laughs> of outfits i love this like little noble yeah. get up so sure. i would love to talk about kind sure. of so noble is a boston based brand and obviously we this has happened to kind of be somewhat of a crossfit pod, podcast leah show, show okay. them to the whoa, youtubers whoa, yeah. Yeah. yeah wow <laughs> we're, 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 here. we're stretching yeah <laughs> um Boston-based company, is yeah. that somewhat how you got involved? Or they saw your Instagram, that they came to your class, like what? Yeah, so they their original location, um, their headquarters was in the Leather District of Boston. Which okay. I love saying the Leather District of Boston. I don't. It's I, such yeah. a made-up neighborhood. But yeah, I, was I, like, I, I don't, I don't even know what it is. actually is. It's like, if anyone knows it's Fast House Station, just roll your eyes and carry on. But um, <laughs> I love, sometimes Boston really pretends to be like New York. They're like, oh, the neighborhood, the Leather District, yeah, uh, the yeah. West End. I'm like, that's all, that's okay. Whatever. No. Yeah, I love it. But you're anyway, trying to hard, yeah. Leather District, um, and it was very, very small office. And they actually reached out to us because our financial district location of Everybody Fights was right down the street. Mm -hmm. We started training them. Um, I think they asked me to come in for a, a, a photo shoot. They work very closely with my friend Cameron Ahouse, who's, mm -hmm. a, who's a legend, uh, uh, the man. Um, so they asked me to come in with them. I started training a majority of their, their corporate staff. Um, and then I started doing shoots with them. And they are the best company ever. Had you modeled previously or was this like <laughs> no. a first time? Like <laughs> No, but what's cool about them is they don't want you to look like... Uh, like a model, they want you to actually work out. Like the, when I go in for a shoot, I don't work out that day because it's really hard. Oh well, I also feel like <laughs> I'm sure what you guys the, understand. the struggle of looking cute while like trying to do like a deadlift or something. Like I watch our IG lives back, and I just like cry oh. and cringe the entire time. Yeah, yeah. L luckily, this they let you just let it rip. Like I have done like a fitness photo shoot, which I'm sure you guys have done for like just yeah, to have yeah, content yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they'll see like soften the face. I'm like, oh, it's not going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get me a lighter weight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, Can you just erase the, the number on the dumbbell? Please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So do you rock noble like all the time? Like I do. Yeah. I, I, they, they are, um, they're just the best company ever for so many reasons. I could go on a tangent mm -hmm. about how, how fantastic they are and how they are one of the only companies I've really interacted with that is exactly what they say they are and, and, and walks the walk. And like Beyonce says, she always says, like, don't just talk about it, be about it. Like that, They hey, don't hey, talk hey, about hey, it. Hey. They be about it, all right? Queen B. Uh, <laughs> <ahead of> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they, so they do, they, um, they, they, they hook a brother up and I, I love working for them and, yeah, well, They're so amazing. most recently, um, I saw your bad self on the Pride campaign that yeah. they did um, with the Out Foundation. Is that right? Correct. Yeah, we don't even have a rainbow hat to have him sign. <laughs> I know. It's rude of us. We'll have to print out a poster. And but So this feels like a crazy, like, official podcast. The fact that it is Pride Month, it is June. We have, yes. like, the face of the Pride and Noble campaign. Like, I love it. Talk about timing. Perfect. So yeah, so talk about that campaign. That right, was cool. so freaking sick. Happy, happy to talk about it. So one thing that I'll just say right off the bat about Noble is they value diversity so much that um, I think one of the best things about when I walk into a Noble shoot, I I feel so welcome as a queer man. Yeah. Because 
One of the um, photographers identifies as transgender. One of the photographers is also a gay man who we, we've chatted about. It just is, and it's just who they are. You know, it's just it's yeah. just who the company is. Is yeah. I walk in, I feel like I'm with family. They're just a fantastic, fantastic. So obviously, um, because they have so many people involved in the company who identify as LGBTQ, and just because of, they have fantastic moral values as yeah. a company this was extremely important to them so the entire um campaign was thought through from top to bottom just like thoughtfulness coming from the top so they had a gigantic canvas they worked with queer youth in miami or, or in florida um they had all the pride traditional pride flag colors in paint and were throwing they had everyone come in just like throw uh weights around and splatter paint everywhere they used That's that canvas on the shoes and the gear that they came out with this year for the that campaign. That is so cool. They flew in uh, uh, LGBTQ athletes from all over the United States, pretty much, um, to represent people from different, all, all different backgrounds, all different sexualities and genders. And then they released this ridiculously amazing campaign um, with the Out Foundation um, to really, just really show that we got to do, we got to do better, and we want to work to make the gym a very, very inclusive space for all people. Period. Yeah. So the Out Foundation focuses on. I was reading a little bit about it, like yeah. removing barriers for LGBTQ community yeah. to in that fitness space. Yeah. So Specifically. Yeah. Yeah. In the fitness space. Yeah. I just think there's always so much we can do. I mean, I got into fitness. I don't know about you guys. I got into fitness in college for uh, obviously. Physical was very important to me, especially, you know, being like 19, 20 years old. But <laughs> it was like prescribed by a therapist. Yeah. Because I suffered from depression and anxiety wow. so much. They said, please work out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And I was not really fit. Uh, uh, I was not into fitness in high school. Um, I just was too self-conscious because the gym for a lot of people um, is not the most welcoming, has not historically been right. a very welcoming space for queer people. Right. Uh, specifically, mm -hmm. I'm talking as a gay man. I never felt comfortable going in there. It just felt very macho and you know like i would hear something that would hurt my feelings or i yeah. feel and you know not not comfortable it's just not a welcoming space so yeah. now i feel like the fact that i understand that fitness is so importantly linked to taking care of your mental health right queer people we need that <laughs> yeah. especially people who are struggling with um just anything right just in general so specifically i'm talking about lgbtq people we need to make sure that gym space is as open as possible because people really fucking need that you know I mean I love that you've kind of like made it your mission you said that I haven't always like felt comfortable going into a gym and now look at you I think there's so many people that especially in the LGBTQ community that look up to you and just see you as just this confident rock star especially taking over the Boston scene but um, can you talk a little bit about kind of like the journey to kind of get that confidence and where yeah. you are today yeah I mean like Oh man, are we gonna get emotional? Yeah. I'm gonna try not to cry. <laughs> well, I just think like because June to me, and I, I said this the other day, we're raising money right now for the Trevor Project that everybody yeah. fights. We're mm -hmm. raised almost four thousand freaking dollars in a week. Four thousand dollars for the Trevor Project in a week. Oh my god, what's amazing. going on? Yeah. Amazing. Um, it's amazing. Um, and the Trevor Project works specifically with, uh, 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 it provides crisis services. Uh, it's like a suicide hotline yep. specifically for LGBTQ mm -hmm. people, but it can be used by anyone. Um, and I actually used that when I was younger because I hated myself so much. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. and I just wanted to be not gay, yeah. which is just so wild because I always say, um, that pride means so many things to so many different people. And to me, literally almost every June, um, I literally see like a little 
Michael, and I've said this before, like a little Michael saying like, yo, you made it. You and let's celebrate it, this month on how far you've made it to be able to have gotten married, even to have the confidence to have gotten married to like the most amazing man ever. You know what I mean? Like, I just think we need to continue to do better. You know what I mean? Cause I want more little Michaels, you know, yeah. all over the place to look yeah. up to their, their future selves and be like, yeah, we made it. We made, we made it through. You know what I mean? Um, so how did I, how did I get there? I mean, I have the, I have the blessing of having the most amazing support system ever. I mean, I think people are able to come out when they have space to do so. And that mm -hmm. may be simplifying it more than I should. But for me, I was able to come out because I had a, a safe space to do so. So right. the more safe spaces we have, right. the better. And what's cool about safe spaces is it makes everyone feel better, man. Right. Like every yeah, walk yeah. of life. Uh, people of color, indigenous people, um, people who are not comfortable in their skin, people who have disordered eating, people who have different abilities than other people, like safe places make everyone feel better. It's like, let's all do that. Do not. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm tearing up. Right now, okay. sorry. <laughs> oh, man. But so I think that's like and that's that's what we that's yeah. what we do in fitness is why are you guys in fitness? No, making it like so welcoming, I think for everyone. And, um, I mean, for me, it's a little bit different, but I think just like, I mean, I used to be overweight and I used to be like so self-conscious, like walking into a gym or whatever. And I just like love that now, like getting people into the workout classes and no matter your size or your fitness level or your, your background, sexual your orientation, yeah. right. Just making it just a fun space to just totally be yourself. Totally. Yeah. There's nothing that like feeds my soul more than like seeing someone like seeing like a switch go off in their brain of like oh my god like I can do this like I just conquered something that I didn't think I could yeah. and like I feel powerful I feel confident and like for me like that's what feeds my soul oh man that's amazing I've, I've heard it said really well that working out is the um physical manifestation of optimism have you ever heard this oh I love that. it's the physical manifestation of optimism because it's your mind telling your body that your actions matter. That's wow. deep. Like if I do this, it actually matters. That's, it's just, it's, yeah. I think it's the most beautiful it's, thing. Like yeah. it is, you, you actively taking control. It's, it's the most wonderful way of self-care. It's you taking control of your body and being like, wow, I'm not just going to let this like happen to me. I'm going to take control take of control. this. I always say in my classes, um, stay in the driver's seat. Don't just let it happen to you. Stay in the driver's seat. Stay in the driver's seat. If you take a rest, take it from the driver's seat, not the passenger seat. Right. And know? I think that's, especially for the LGBTQ community, like control is something that like everyone struggles with. Absolutely. They feel like I, you know, I didn't have a choice in this yeah. and I don't have control of my life. And going to the gym and first of all, like the endorphins you get from working out, but then to feel like you're in control of something in your life, I think is so important, especially for that community. You're so right. I think, um, I, and I really want to be careful. I just speak for myself yeah. here. Um, but like for so long in like high school and all that, I felt like a passenger in my right? body. Yeah. I guess I didn't even think about it that way until just now, but like to be able to be in the driver's seat and like make the decisions for yourself of like what you're in being in control of your body and what's cool is this can be so, like I said, like it can be so special for everyone to make our spaces like that. You know what I mean? Like everyone feels more empowered. Everyone feels closer to the community that they're involved in. And I think that the biggest thing that we can do, Noble, when they interviewed me for this campaign, they're asking me, what, do you, what, what can we do? What can you do? Um, and I think the biggest thing is, is start in your own backyard. Like what community are you involved in and what can you do right in that backyard? 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, how can we be more in- inclusive? How can we be more thoughtful with just even the words we say? Um, and how can we be more present and aware and honest? I mean, I think, like, I think especially at the last two years, everyone had, like, let's all just be real honest. You know what I mean? And like, I mean, I think you see it now, even in like the media, just like people just like are more open to it. Like yeah. I just feel like every day I'm getting a screenshot of like this person. And you're like, what? This person yeah. is 45 now coming out. But like just people feeling like they can be the most authentic version of themselves. Amazing. And like that, yeah. I feel like every time I see a story like that, I'm like, oh my God, that makes yeah, me right. so freaking happy that people are feeling so safe. safe. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about your story and like how you know, you are who you are today. So you said you had struggles and when, you know, when did this journey kind of start for you, this coming out journey? I can literally tell you that I was in, it was Halloween night. It was a Halloween night. It was freshman year. What were you dressed and up as? I had, I don't even remember. <laughs> I wish I knew. It was probably, I don't know, probably something like an army guy or something. <laughs> ripped off sleeves, of course. Uh, obviously. Yes. Uh, off the gun. <laughs> of course. And I had a, a, a so this was freshman year, and there's a, a girl, and her name is Selena Perez, and she's amazing. She probably saved my life. Um, and she turned around, and I remember this so well, and I was in the backseat of my car, my friend Lewis's car, and she turned around to me, and she said, you like boys a little bit, don't you? And that's all she said. And I said, I took a deep breath, and I remember I could hear my heart beating, and I was like, wow, yeah, I do. And she was like, all she said after that was like, oh, Okay. And then she just turned in the front seat, just turned back in the front seat, and that was it. And I'd come out. You know, like, that was me for the first time, for the first time in my life saying out loud that I liked boys. I liked yeah. guys, you know, like, um, that I was gay. And, and what about that response? Like, did, did that, how did that response feel? Like, were you kind of like, oh, my God, that was so nice to hear that? Oh. It was just, like, so normalized? It was just the most beautiful, beautiful thing ever. Like, yeah, just such a relief, um, such a weight, such a weight. Um and like I said, like there was a space in that car at that time for me to do it. She had 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 kept that space, um, and I was able to come out. And then every time I came out after, it just instilled a little bit more confidence. Like, oh, we're gonna get through this, and you know, and and it's I don't want to, you know, uh, simplify it or make right. it look like right. it wasn't wasn't easy because it's it's not it wasn't. And there was a lot of people, or not a lot of people. There were a couple people that had ish issues, mm-hmm. um, but. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. Those who mind yeah. don't matter. Those who matter don't mind. That's right. That's and just, right. I guess out of curiosity, like where you're at with it now, like, I mean, you're married. That's so freaking amazing. Yeah. And I definitely want to hear more about that. Yeah. But like, do you just kind of like, you own it and you just say it. And like, is it something you don't even have to think about twice about? Or do you s- still kind of yeah, like, man. hold back? I mean, I don't think about it anymore just because... It, it's who I am I'm, and and we're always doing work on ourselves and trying to lean into a more authentic version of ourselves. Absolutely. Even when I, I realize um, that sometimes that I put up a little bit of a guard when I go to P-Town and I all of a sudden feel a little bit of a weight off my shoulders. I'm like, yeah. hmm, what was I doing in Boston that like I was uh, censoring myself okay. just a little bit? You know yeah. what I mean? And, and that is years and years and years and years and years of rewiring that I need to do, you know what I mean? That I like put up these, uh, uh, defense mechanisms and and ways to protect myself and, uh, and all that. So, you know, we're always, we're always doing work. We're always doing work. True that. And so like, I guess tell us a little bit more, like how did you meet your Danny and I, wow. Talk about something I don't want to make, uh, like a meet cute out of. We met on Grindr. 
Oh, okay. You guys know about Grindr? Yeah. Yes. They're down. They're down. They're down. And he lives in Boston. Or he was living in Boston. He was living in, actually, yeah. I think he might have been living in Cohasset at the time. He's from Cohasset. Um, yeah. Um, but he was probably visiting in Boston. We, we met up and hung out. That was 2013. Had you been out for a while at that point? I had. And. Yeah, he was in the closet, and he will not mind me telling this on the air. But he was he was yeah. in the, he was in the closet at the okay. time. Okay, that's tough. So that was wild. I mean, it was wild. We dated for a year um, with him completely in the closet. Oh man, yeah. How yeah? How was that? It journey? was tough. It, it 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 was tough. But I understand that everyone has has their own journey. You know what I mean? Like, and it's everyone's everyone's just different. And has everyone has different relationships with people? And everyone has a, feels like feels like they might have a. Um, smaller space to open up than uh, than other people. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm yeah. sure you being out to your family was like sort of aspirational for him, and yeah, he was I, able to see that. I think he so. Didn't, yeah, yeah, I think so. Beautiful. But oh my god, we got it. married last year, June 26th. And his parents must have just been like, I feel like. Telling your parent family is one thing, but then they must have been like pumped to see who walked in the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Snack <laughs> just walked in like this ray of sunshine. I think obviously when yeah. you're able to put like a face to it, I think it will probably give the families like, oh, sure. okay, like sure. we're all gonna be all, all right. It was, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll say about that that it was just an amazing, amazing celebratory wedding. Like that. I've Wait, so when did you get married? Before. Sorry, I missed June twenty sixth. Oh, yeah. Wow. So his parents were very happy is why, why I said that. Yeah, we were very excited. June 26th last year, coming up on one year. Oh, oh my God. So what, what are you doing to celebrate? Well, we're going to Montana on Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, it was so random. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like what is random? It's something there. So random. Uh, but it's going to be a very little romantic trip. I've always wanted to go. It's been my dream to go. But we're doing whitewater rafting, horseback riding, all that good stuff. See, that's like someone else's nightmare. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> like, I know, I know, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. But it's, that's my dream. And we're saying like these beautiful, they're not, I don't even let's say saying tents, but they're like really nice, fancy, like tents and like glamping. stars and yeah. pretty much straight up glamping. Yeah. I want to come. Can't wait. Oh my I'll keep God. you updated. That is amazing. <laughs> and is gram. he in fit to fitness as well? Is he into fitness? He's a finance boy. Um, he works out. Yeah. But uh, not nearly as into fitness as, as I am. That's funny. We're finding that we had another podcast guest on. We're finding that people are starting to realize that maybe keeping that separate oh. is a good thing. Someone, I was just watching a reality show or something, and someone, it was two personal trainers, and I, I was saying out of my breath, yep. oh, my oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah. Maybe for some people, if you can make it work, but, oh, man, I would it's not want to bump nice. up against it's that. It's like, this is my yeah. thing. This is my time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, but I feel like being able to work out together. But yeah, I need a different career. We can't when be doing the same to. thing. Yeah, exactly. share that space at the same time. When you choose, does to. he come to EBF? Yeah, he does. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And his his right hook, left hook. Eh? He's actually a better boxer than I am. Wow. Yeah, he's been boxing for a long time. That's true. So love. I'll give him Just that. Like I'll give him that. Like, I'll give him that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh my god. Um. So I know. Obviously, we talked about making it a safer space um, for the LGBTQ community and fitness. What are some things that you've seen change over the years? Obviously you've been in fitness for a while. Or is there anything that you've seen change for the better? Yeah. I mean, do you mean like in the fitness space, in the gym space and group fitness classes, just to make LGBTQ community feel more included? Yeah. I mean, I, I think one of the things I've seen is, one thing I really like to see is that it's not, and this is something I really want to encourage people who work at like other gyms and maybe are not in a, at a corporate level. I really have liked to see, have seen um, 
the trainers or the instructors take the flag and say like, oh, this is actually really important to me. So it should be important to this company. Yeah. And I'm, I will do the work and I'll bring it to your attention. I'll stay, consi- uh, say on you guys about, I want this to be important and we need to do something about this on social media. It needs to be in our mission statement. It needs to be this. And that is just something I really haven't seen in, uh, um, ex- really haven't seen I've seen it the last couple of years. You know what I mean? Rather than be like, I'm working at this company. This company's not putting out anything um, for pride. That sucks. You know what I mean? Or right. I'm working for this company. They're not going to be celebrating Juneteenth. Well, that that, that sucks. Um, this um, unarmed black man was killed in the middle of the street, and my company doesn't want to put out a statement. Well, that sucks. I've seen all of a sudden people really stepping forward and being like, well, actually, that is important to me. Mm-hmm. I'm important to this company. Right. So let me, you know, voice this. And then people are receptive to it. You know what I mean? Like for the, for the most part. And if they're yeah. not, then maybe you are not aligned with their moral, moral values. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I just think that that's something I've seen um, changing. That's not necessarily about like the um, actual space right. of fitness, right. but just to yeah. make it more inclusive, we can't just rely on the powers that be to make the change. We have to be, be the change. You know what I mean? Um, in, in a lot of cases. Do you feel like you kind of did that with your company or like, did, was it something that you brought to their attention or was something that's kind of like the company had already kind of like had made statements about? For, for sure. I mean, I, I think, yes, I, I would never have worked for so that's the way yeah. how passionate I am for a company this long if, I, if it didn't uh, align with my, my values. Um, it's in our name. Yeah. Everybody. Every, everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Fights. You know what I mean? But, but for, for example, pride is just so passionate, passionate. To, uh, it's so close to my heart, obviously. So I was like, I got this one. I'm going to go. And was supported every step of the way. But I, I said, like, you know, I'm going to really step forward into this. And I'm really excited about how this was executed because I'm excited to share it with trainers so that everyone can kind of have an opportunity, something they're passionate about to have exactly. I, I will just have the steps lined out about how, how do we do this? At EBF, you know what I mean? Right. And then, uh, but yeah, I've seen it um, bespoke. Uh, these are all Boston, so. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but bespoke did an amazing campaign last month on, it's a spin studio. Uh, they do, they actually do train classes too, um, on mental health that I thought was just so beautiful. You know what I mean? And that that felt very, um, very just trainer led. Like the trainers appeared and all that. And it was just so beautiful. And I, I know the owner of there and they're amazing as well. But yeah, that's exciting because it's got to start. From, from us you know what I mean and I think Absolutely. visibility is another thing to be very specific about the train space yeah. I think spin and group fitness um I felt very comfortable with people identifying as LGBTQ as instructors right. um boot campy style boxing I did not okay. yeah and maybe that's I just because that's like. my my own my own community but like when I would go into a boxing place I never felt as welcome as I did as like I go to a spin studio right you know honestly um and so I'm starting to see that switch too and I like to think maybe I'm a little something to do with that. Absolutely. It's kind of cool. You know what no, I mean? No, for sure. And I think people like look up to you and like this badass vibe that you've got going on. And I don't know. I think I it's just that energy is contagious, not sure. only just like in the studio, but also what you're doing on social media. I think you've built such a strong platform and it's so cool to see like how many amazing things have come from social media. Um, I guess, are there any highlights and is social media something that you've continued to grow mostly during the pandemic or it's something that you had before kind of this everybody fights era in your life? That's a, a really good question. I mean, 
it's it's always fun. Um, the most fun I have is on TikTok, um, and somehow that lit like forest fire on TikTok. It's like, and that and that I'm not even remotely fitness on. I just am like fun, and it's funny videos but I think of that's my what husband and all want, that stuff. Like right. you show oh, your man. personality. It's like voiceovers of like Real Housewives. I'm like, who is watching this? But anyway, <laughs> everyone, yeah, yeah, we hilarious. are. <laughs> um, me, yeah, so that's been a, a really fun opportunity. Um, Instagram, honestly, it's a nice to share a message. But if I didn't need to have an Instagram, I wouldn't have it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> to be I honest. Like I hear and that's me lot. being very honest. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's uh, it's our business card. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? And I is. understand that for what it is. Um, yeah, that's probably, that's how I feel about that one. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, but for our, our listeners, what is kind of like the secret sauce to TikTok? Or was it one viral video that kind of just said? That is a really good question. Uh, there was a viral video that was so random, and it's not even worth talking about because it was so silly. Um, but I think just like find out what you like to do and just be talk about being our authentic self. I feel like. TikTok right. can really tell if what you're serving is is the real is sauce real. or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's, that's well, yeah. I think we're fake have, sauce right now. Just have sauce. fun with it. Yeah, we've tried. We try, and it's just it just it falls a little flat. It does, <laughs> but we we're trying. It's now that we're more full time with it. I mean, I feel we're like a we, work in progress. It's it is. A, work oh. it is time it's yeah. time spent yeah she's for like we sure. need to do three videos a day i'm like excuse you I yeah know. wait how many videos a day do you do oh i haven't i haven't posted in like a couple of weeks i'm so bad i know i need to but at your prime more. like were you one, one a day one a day okay one a day yeah at i feel my like it prime. takes a lot of like orchestration yeah like set that. up the you know yeah the, oh. and <laughs> is your tripod yeah yeah, yeah. The tripod, it's the ring light. We end up in some kind of fight. It's a, it's, a, <laughs> yeah. it's a whole ordeal. You make sure the sound's right. You got to rewind it. You got to start it again. You know. I'm mad. All right. So when you're not <laughs> doing fitness, what are, besides paddleboarding, paddle what are some things that people must do when they come to the Boston area? We have a lot of people who visit Boston that listen to the podcast. A lot of people that live in Boston and are not sure kind of like where to meet people yeah. and do the, do the cool shit. All right, cool. Well, I um, may not be the best person to go through this because even coming to Brighton, I was like, wow, where am I? Okay, <laughs> all right. So no Brighton recommendations. <laughs> um, I am a seaport guy, so I'm always in the seaport, even though it does feel like Times Square, except for what it is. It feels Especially a in like the summer. Disney World. I'm like, who is, what's happening out here? Yeah. But I'll, I'll hit up those spots. The committees, these are, these are just some restaurants that oh, have some yeah. nice um, spots. But in terms of Boston, I mean, I... I'm a big, like, Cape guy. So especially in the summer, I kind of get out of the city. Do you? Is that not very helpful? Yeah. Um, I know. I'm so sorry. Uh, Avoid the common. Go to the garden. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We were just in the Cape. We tried to golf, and it's safe to say that's not our our thing. But our outfits were on point. We had, like, matching visors. Wow. I was just saying, someone's like, do you golf? I said, no, but I appreciate the outfits. Yeah. And the U.S. Open, I didn't even know it was a golf thing. That's how out of sports I am. Yeah. It's, like, right down the street from our house. Wow. I know. And we're going to work it. Yeah, we talk about like hustling and like now that we're not working full time, we're like, okay, we want two tone to be full time. So we're going to need to kind of find those little. So we're literally dressing up in black polo, black dress pants, a belt, um, and then we're serving up food. I went to serving up looks and serving up food. Yes. We went on the hunt for polo the other day. No women's polos anywhere. What? But I'm not surprised because they're not cute. Well, (laughs) 
<laughs> They're not Shay. I was like looking up cropped polos. I was like, oh, honey. You missed that. Uh, like, I was just, when I think of black polo, I honestly think of uh, Christine Cavallari from like Laguna Beach, like in her like black polo. Oh like, my God. The white one underneath. I um, feel like I could maybe rock that. Yeah. <laughs> I think you could. All, all I see right now, I went shopping with my girlfriends. I feel like everything in every store, those giant pioneer dresses. Everything. Everything yeah, in that. The, I don't know. One, you I know which ones I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, but do you think that's cute? Listen. My opinion probably doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's like absolutely not. You guys can wear whatever you want. I just look like a lot of fabric. I picked it up. I was like, this is supposed to be a summer dress? Like fabric. Oh, yeah. I don't know. They over a little over the top. So the yeah. crop top polo for me. But crop I think what's polo. but I think what's funny though about people who are especially working in the fitness industry is yeah. a lot of people have like so many different side hustles. And do you see that a lot with like kind of the trainers that you hire? Uh side hustles. Yeah, yeah. I think here and there. I think a lot of people are doing a lot of um, brand, you know, brand opportunities, working with companies, uh, juice companies, and all that stuff. Kind of, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's tough. You want, if you want to do it full time and put your uh, work into that, yeah. you, kind of, you have to build up and find find out what opportunities. It's uh, it's a very say yes. Say yes, say yes type thing. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, for like, sure. You pack on as much as you can onto your plate, and then you kind of see what sticks. And it's true. You never know. You never know what kind of opportunities are going to come out of anything. Yeah, that's what I say. Like, Everyone always asks us, like, oh, where do you see Two-Tone in five years? I'm like, I don't know. Like, was I expecting to go to Wadapalooza? Like, no. Yeah. Like, these opportunities just come about yeah. by saying yes to Absolutely. a lot of things. So. Experiences, which are amazing yeah. and valuable and also networking right mm -hmm. like just being in front of the right people could be a complete game changer so for yeah. sure and what so what nice. do you think is the best thing you have said yes to i guess recently anything that like has totally changed like i know it's a loaded question wow uh, saying yes to i mean honestly the the noble campaign i think like at the end of the day like that was just Insane. a absolutely yes yeah. yeah and it was it blew me it blew me away i mean Absolutely. Do you have it like framed above like your bed? Like I, I, I feel like if that was me, I, I would have give everyone a copy. <laughs> oh god, a wallet sized copy. Yeah, like, in case you did not see, <laughs> yes, that was me. No, I don't yet, but maybe maybe one day get a nice life size. We'll do that Brent. for you. Cut out. <laughs> yeah. It's the least you can do. I know. We need some of the rainbow gear. Alice Kibbe did a really good job with yes, the rainbow yeah. gear. Oh, that's awesome. That's incredible. Yeah. That's so I guess for the people too. that are in Boston and and want to do something for fitness this summer, what are the what are some special summer events happening for you? What classes are you going to? What's what's going on? Yeah. So I just have been. You guys are tall ship. I mean, yeah, I've just been keeping yeah. my eyes on. I feel like. Tallship has some awesome names. They just I mean, opened up like last week. Yeah, okay. I, I was so. there on opening day, like accidentally. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, just stumbled upon this massive boat. Yeah, I was like, huh, you guys are open. All right, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, so that's the one I've been been watching all that outdoor set, and then Seaport Sweat is the other one. I mean, right. I think they, they're their lineup, Boston trainer wise, is fantastic, mm -hmm. and that's just throughout the week, right? Just Does everybody's fights get involved with Seaport Sweat at all? Um, we haven't. Um, we haven't. It's right down the street. Um, it just hasn't aligned with what we've been been doing yet. No. All right. So like we tried to go in this year, point. but I feel like the lineup they like set it so far in advance. So by the time we like kind of were like, well, we're maybe interested, they were like, oh, well, you needed to contact us like three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, oh. we were like, I know. So hello, hello. hello. For next rude. year, next year, yeah, next year. Yeah, rude. Put our name in. <laughs> <laughs> you guys would be perfect for that. <sighs> 
thank you. Well, yeah, so okay. we'll, we'll send this little snippet from the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Michael James said that we would be amazing. Perfect. Perfect. Um, but that do you have any tips and tricks for building a community? We talk about getting people to your events, and I think that's been something that we've learned. Like you see on social media, a million people show up to these events, and yeah. you're like, "What the heck?" Like, yeah. and then we'll have an event, and I mean, it's taken some time to like kind of like build the following and people that come to your classes. Yeah. But 100%. Um, it's not like you post one Instagram photo and people just like swarm the yeah. scene. I like put the right hashtag or whatever I know. Yeah. Um, I, I'd say the biggest thing is obviously build the following and then your diehards, I always call them the diehards, is ask them for referrals. Yeah. Bring bring three friends and, and like drop them a discount or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Bring five friends and, 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 and hook them up. I think that's the the best way mm -hmm. just referrals and then i always say don't be afraid i think people sometimes get a little self-conscious saying like yo dude please post about this right like when you're here like post and tag me you know what i mean yeah. like i i still do that my my teach i uh, teach this monday night everybody fights and at the end of class sometimes i'll be like yo by the way don't forget in this class sells out all the time I'm yeah. not even, but like i i just i, I, <laughs> I, just, I, because <laughs> I just subtle rag um, <laughs> but i i understand that there are newer trainers that take that class so it's important for me to demonstrate to them uh like some some tools that they can use so i will always say like by the way like if you if you post a video from this class you better tag me in it all right yeah. um oh, yeah. because then it's that that's just like that's and that's um real natural referrals you know Oh, for um, sure. And we're always about like making one. like the photo moment too, like whatever it is, like ours yeah. is the LED stuff. But like, I think just like having that moment, taking the time after class to get to know someone, oh, let's take a photo. Let's do this. Yeah, that's, together. that's, that's it too, right? Uh, making a diehard is for me, I don't know exactly the format you guys would do at Tall Ships. Are you guys like in the audience or are you only on we're, stage? We're on stage, but sometimes we come yeah, off. Yeah, sometimes you know? okay. we get a little wild. Gotcha. Sometimes we crowd surf. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. Yeah, right. um, I, I'd say one of the biggest things on how to make a diehard that I have found is watching someone's form. So I think on, in a stage type setting, you can be able to watch from the audience. If you see someone squat needs some work, this is very specific, or um, this is my corrective exercise specialist coming out. But like, <laughs> yeah, if you see someone's squat. deadlift or, or something, if you're able to, and I know it's crazy and it, it's, it's always like you're hosting a party and you should be the last one to leave in those types of settings. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're able to make a connection with someone and say like, man, I saw that squat. <laughs> Oh, and it was Let's talk about it real quick. Either either <laughs> on one, give yeah. it an amazing thing, or if you think they might be receptive to that, be like, all right, just widen your stance a little bit. I want you yeah. to drop down a little bit lower. See, I knew you could do it just a little bit longer. Oh. They will never leave your class. They will never miss your class if you are able yeah. to form that. Right, and you guys know, I know, of course you do, because you guys have such a nice following, but like no, that like, is like you will have someone for life. If you're able to, this is weight specific, but if yeah. you're able to, watch someone progress their deadlift from a hinge like deadlift to a swing oh man you got them for life yeah if, if, like if, if you're going to be the aha moment of like oh wow if i turn my toes out a little bit i'm able to drop a little bit deeper in my squat and i can actually use my glutes and all that shit oh you've got the person forever i mean they will never not miss your class no matter when you teach you could change from 6 p.m to 6 a.m and they're <laughs> still going to find a way to show up Right, and I think yeah. that was some of my favorite instructors is, like, when I would take classes. Is if someone is a, it, like, acknowledges your presence, Same. that you're in the room, yeah. and, like, someone that, like, also um, just, like, vibing off of the community, right? Like, totally. you want people to meet each other, and I think that's a good place. Like, if you're moving to a new city, a group fitness class is a great place to kind of... 100%. It's a party. Vibe out. It's, a, it's a party. 
That's damn right. And don't be afraid um, to make connections to that point oh, between tr- people. True yeah. that. Um, but speaking of inspirational, I guess, people and like trainers, um, do you have any favorite people to kind of follow on Instagram? Like oh, any, like who are man. some inspirations for you? I love it. Uh, so let's see. So local, um, one of my guys. Uh, so, so you're asking like okay, personal you trainer. And, and anyone like who on Instagram you're like must follow like this person is like Love influence maybe like right. who I am as a trainer okay. or what the content I put out okay cool so Aubrey Marcus on it guy. He's a little wonka doodle. I love him so much, though. He's a little wonka He is amazing. Gotta be a little wonka doodle um, sometimes. He's, he's amazing. It, this is, I'm actually going to list all three of these out off the top of my head. Okay. And they're all, like, my three different types of, like, brain function. So one is Aubrey Marcus, amazing functional uh, training guy, really hippie. He's amazing. He was the CEO of Onnit. I don't, actually don't think he's even the CEO anymore. Anyway, um, Louis Howe. You guys know him. Guys, this is bad. I don't even know who that is. Okay, definitely. L E W I S. I'm adding all these O W E. He's amazing and just like very, very analytically inspirational. Okay. Um, okay. Facts and figures yeah. and, and really concrete like takeaways. Very concrete, like just one liners that are like, oh, that changed my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then my last one is, and this one is just because I find him one of the funniest people alive, is Johnny Hilbrandt. Do you know him? So he's a soul cycle instructor. He's unbelievable. He's going to laugh so hard because I'm going to tell him. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's listen my, to the pod. I like as well. And he's just so funny. He has an amazing sense of humor. And he's, he's overcome a lot um, even in the last year. And he's just very inspirational to me. Um, and then the last one I'll say also is Ashley Mitchell, who's a, um, an, an amazing, amazing, amazing inclusivity leader within the Boston community. She used to be at SoulCycle, I, I believe I have that story correct. And then she was at Barry's, and now she just does her own thing at a couple different studios and yeah. works to become, I mean, she's just, like, the biggest inspiration I have when it comes to how to make more places more inclusive. She's doing training after training after training, and it's hard work, and I see how hard it is, and she still puts so much into it. And that stuff is, like, soul work. That stuff is exhausting. Like, that's right. nothing compared yeah. to, like, m- me going in and teaching a class. You know right. what I mean? Um and she's she's amazing. That's a- a- Ashley Mitchell, I believe her, her Instagram handle is. But you amazing. said she's in the Boston area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my she God. is the real deal. She All is. Right. So if you're looking for events and like want to feel a part of something, a safe presence. community, I think that's. I love when we're able to like kind of like plug yeah. stuff and like pride events yeah. that are happening. Yeah. We're doing a pride run. So anyone who's interested. Yeah. Amazing. June, June 21st. 21st love it. Here, a 45 minute um, run. Um, Sponsored slash, by LSKD. Um, it's going to be so much fun. And LED lights. We have rainbow cookies coming from Half Baked. Yes. Half um, what else is going to be there? The, a clothing rack, a discount on the pride collection from LSKD. I know, oh my God. Which strong. I love because I'm standing, sitting right across from it yeah, and I'm obsessed. A whole mood. Love a whole it. Mood. And everybody fights is doing a pride class too. We're doing a pride class on June 25th. Um, hey. yeah, it's going to be unbelievable. 10, 15 AM, uh, got one fifty dollar Gift card giveaway for Noble. Oh, Noco sending some good swag. It's gonna be a party. It's gonna be me and my my uh, friend Connor G. Uh, playlist is gonna be out of control. Probably eighty people. It's gonna be. Dang. Wait, is there are there still circus. spots available? It actually goes tickets go on sale uh, on Friday. 
Leah, oh set yes. your eyes. I'm set afraid to say I might be away. Oh, oh all right. Well, all right. I'm going to tone alone there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And door is open. And, and, and this probably is a good time. I like made a little promo code for this. So if anyone's out there and wants to take a class, yes. um, first class is free, but I gave people a seven-day trial. With, they just use discount code Coach Michael James. Coach Michael. Wait, not the James. Not Coach, the James. Drop the James. Coach Michael. Coach Michael for a seven-day trial at the EBF. Done. Like, take Done. full advantage of that. The right. is, I'm the one who makes those now. That's pretty cool. Like, he <laughs> does, like the he other does side it all. Of he yeah. teaches. He's the back end. He's the education leader. Like, wow. <laughs> wow. Just a wow from us. Um, all right. Oh, we man. love to end off the podcast uh, with a little game. So sure. you are, you're the it guy. And like we've, we've said. <laughs> we like, just declared it. We just declared it. No, so many people look up to you. So we asked you some of these questions earlier, but. We're going to ask you a few of your favorites, and it's kind of fast fire. Okay. So, get on First thing that comes to mind. Yeah. Ca- favorite casual dining. Okay, dig in. Is that Ca- casual? Yep. Yeah. You like panic. I know. That was like knee jerk. I was like, I don't know. What's, what's casual? Is it like Lincoln? I don't know. All right. <laughs> That's pretty casual. Like. <laughs> it does feel casual. Favorite cocktail. Uh, uh, naked and Famous. What is that? One part Aperol, one part Yellow Chartreuse, one part... Um, Oh man, mezcal. Mes- oh, I just, just want to be naked and famous. Shoot, yeah. I know. Are you that guy at the bar? Like, do most bartenders know what you're talking? A lot about? of bartenders do. The okay. ones that know what they're doing. Okay, mm-hmm. and then if they don't know, you're, you're like, like, yeah, at least it's equal this. parts. It's equal parts. I'm like equal parts Aperol, yellow shoes, mezcal, go for it. Special lime, it's okay. delicious. Have a time. Oh. Favorite song on your playlist right now? Uh, Betty Who, blow out my candle. I'll be listening to that. It's unbelievable. It's a pure pop bop. Um, favorite date night spot? Nautilus. I still haven't been. Guys, so what good. are you doing? <laughs> so good. <laughs> well, because you guys live in Chestnut Hill. Yeah. So it's a little bit yeah, more of a hike. we got like Seasons 52 and like Sweet Green. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we got going for us. Uh, Nautilus. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. For a restaurant. But I also like, like kind of sitting in the, in the garden just to, in the public garden to oh, chill too. I love that. Okay. Favorite place to shop online or in store? Like you get a five hundred dollar gift card. Where are you spending it? And it can't you be can't noble. You can't say noble. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Faraday. Do you know the brand Faraday? No. Amazing. Kind of really nice, well-made organic materials. Yeah. I will. I honestly see when you're not in your fitness clothing, like you and your boothing, like have some good style. Oh wow! Yeah, well, I my boothing steals all my clothes, so I'll take no, complete credit like that. for that. Okay, that's fair. He may We're be better at boxing, size. but you got better style. <laughs> I take credit. That's funny because I take credit for Leah's style. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I love um, it. Okay, staple activewear item. Like if you like couldn't go without, it can be noble, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably noble runners is what I love to. To teach in, okay. so I'll be fully naked. But as long as I have my runners, literally, like, that's one hundred percent. If you see me in P Town, it's, it's a sight. <laughs> that's it's, it's all just the noble rainbow runners. Let it all hang out. Oh my god, I love it. Um. Okay. Um. What is your coffee order? Uh. This says a lot about a person. So P.S. Gourmet, large, uh, the bucket, iced coconut. The Black. bucket? Like, yeah. what do you mean? What like, the, the heck bucket? Is the oh, bucket. my Southie people will know. <laughs> like, you get it. Support your local coffee shop. Uh, it's it's actually not as big as it sounds. It's probably the size of that Dunkin' Medium. Yeah. Maybe a little bit bigger, but it's 
um, flavored coffee, but they don't put syrup in it because oh. there's no syrup in the cup. Come on down to P.S. Gourmet. There's no syrup in the cup. Get your buckets, yeah. Get your buckets, yeah. Yeah. That's a free app. Wow, we're giving out lots <laughs> of things. And Leah, with the Dunkin' Cup, you know how Ado feels about the oh, branding. Hide it. Hide oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. no. The nerve of you to point that out. No, the nerve of you to have it I on this know, table. I know. Okay, and... Last question. Actually, there's two more questions. One's a little bit deeper, so I'll save that for the last one. Favorite uh, vacay spot? And he's going to say Montana, even though he has yeah, I know. I literally, um, Hanalei, well, this is, I've only been a few times. Uh, uh, that sounds really douchey. I've, I've been a couple times. I used to live there, Hanalei, Kauai. Oh. Yeah, God. it's the best. But Danny and I love Miami. Like, that's like a go-to, like, vacation spot. Cool. Yeah. So fun. So Good fun. see you thriving there. And the last question, if you could tell anything to your younger self... Give a, a little piece of advice, words of wisdom. What would that be? Younger self, I would say remember that you are surrounded by love. And even in your darkest moments, you're still surrounded by that love and you're going to make it through this. I love that. <laughs> All right. Give me a moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Happy Thursday, because this is going to be released on Thursday. Happy Pride. Happy thank, Pride you thank you so, so much, much for joining us. I think this podcast is going to speak to a lot of people, not on only on like the fitness level, but I think on a deeper level Should and hopefully that. give some people that extra sense of confidence, whether it's hitting the weight room, a group fitness class, or just being in the streets, being yourself. Being damn your right. damn self, because right you are is. perfect the way you are. I'm right. All right. You can zone from home. Wait, hold on. Did he plug himself? <gasps> plug. Plug yourself. Oh, uh, Coach Michael James. What What do you want to talk? Is that the plug? I'm a Coach Michael James all the way around. Okay. And you know why? I actually came out as Coach Michael James, um, the name, because I knew I was going to change my name. My last name's McKinney. Cute. My middle name is James, but I took my husband's last name, so I didn't have to change my like. Wait, anything. he's McKinney? My last name was yeah. McKinney. Now it's Brady. So I'm, I'm Michael James Brady. You're so smart. That's a swaggy Isn't that smart? Last name. Michael James Brady. Oh, Leah Michelle. I'm going by Leah Michelle. I love be it. Shanna Brady. Ruffle. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, geez. All right. Well, with that being said, you can tone from home. You can tone from your phone. But all we ask is that, that you, you don't, don't tone, tone alone. alone. Bye, guys.